Coming up in this episode of the KickCast lesson plans, get crowdsourced, a dress that keeps you from getting naked, and robots! So sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the KickCast, the podcast where we go out and find cool crowdfunding projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am KT Data, and joining me is a man who, you know, is an amazing professor that he's willing to spend his entire fall break grading instead of being outside with the sun. <laughs> Drew Tyler, how are you doing today, Drew? Fantastic. Now that I'm down here instead of grading, this is so much more fun. <laughs> it's great to be here, man. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Should I ask you what the Grudem outlook is? How many of these students will you have to see again? <laughs> You know, I'm in the easy stuff, and most of them like me, and I like most of the students. So, so the I'm just trying to catch up so they don't hate me, like so they don't you know give me a bad rate my professor score. No, I'm uh, just trying to catch up. I I put off a lot of things, and I'm catching up. So, no, they're good. They're yeah. good. They're, see, one of things. your students is actually in the chat room right now asking for Browning points. So, I'm just yeah, I'm trying to figure out what she's doing. There, this is usually not her her bag. Like we see Doctor Beat every once in a while. Um, it's true. Getting dressed. Yes, I was getting dressed. I'm ready. I'm ready now. <laughs> Ready to go. He's got to put on his face and make him, you know, all the fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> all right. So um, if you guys have not watched the show before, first of all, welcome to the show. Welcome, we're, Lacey. We're, we're 53 episodes in. And what Insane. we do is find you cool crowdfunding projects. But before we go into the projects tonight, and trust me, these ones are amazing on there. Let's go cover some news. Um, yes. And it's kind of been a slow couple of news weeks because, you know, fall is starting to set in and everybody's like, oh, summer's over. Oh, sad face. <laughs> but I did find a brand new crowdfunding site. I was going to so, say, it's been a while since we had a new site. We've covered, like, the, there was a closed site, there's the porn site, there's the, like, there's all kinds of crowdfunding bits out there. So what's this new one? All right. This new one's a little bit different. So it is called Score. And I, I don't mean, like, dating score i mean like, uh, like 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 soccer yeah like school that kind of thing on there Got it. um so it is actually a, it's it's kind of weird it's actually a editorial and social platform and that's what it was launched as a way for you know athletes to connect with their fans and people to keep updates with their you know favorite fans and stuff recently they've just barely launched a crowdfunding platform on top of score um so this to, is really 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 fund what so that way you can actually help to fund athletes say they need new you know they're, you're following a team they need new gear or something you can help fund for their new gear so it's kind of aimed at both some of the larger athletes and some of the smaller ones um the one that's getting a lot of attention right now is brett Favre. um he's launched a crowdfunding project he's aiming to raise a hundred thousand dollars for his charity you know he's not <laughs> okay because i was like doesn't brett have enough <laughs> yeah um you know one of the greatest um quarterbacks in nfl history doesn't need the extra money yeah um but he you know he's trying to raise money for a good cause out there um and so he's using this platform where apparently a lot of people have been on there because i've never heard of score before no, no. um s-q-o-r score yeah. score um on there and after looking through it on there i i have a big problem with it is the ui is a mess it's like Tumblr. It's a Pinterest page, Pinterest. essentially. I mean, because if you, so for you guys listening on the audio, just imagine Pinterest, except it's all sports related things on there. You know, you have UFC fighters on there, you have volleyball players, you have soccer players on there. 
Um, it's all updates like that. And then they have the crowdfunding hidden inside here. And that's the problem with it is both mm-hmm. in the iPhone, in the smartphone app and on the website, it is really, really hard to see where anybody's even crowdfunding. Because some of these, if you click on them, it's just, you know, like a Facebook or a Twitter update with a picture and just, you know, a little bit of updates on there. And they're not even crowdfunding. Um, mm. So I think it's a UI nightmare. And I, I think it says something is because if you look at Brett Farr's page, he has launched his crowdfunding site project for two days already. He's only raised $680. And that's Mr. Favre. Yes. You know, a well-known NFL player. He has 3,000 people. He's following 3,000 people, but he has 12,000 people following him on his page. And he only has $680. Hmm. Um, and part of it is if you look, there's only a little blurb at the top on what he's, you know, his cause and what he's crowdfunding for and a little bit down here. But if you go next, it's just, you know, updates about um, Manning and the Jets and everything where I, you know, it doesn't really relate even back to anything about Brett Favre and it just gets lost. Um, you yep. can see his Twitter post right here. And then there's all just news about football halfway through. Um so, you know, I, I I think it's great that they're trying to customize it down to a specific, you know, just sports, but I can't find anything. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It seems like it's kind of ta- tacked on and hidden away. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, Drew. Do you, what, what do you think? Could could they make this work? Gosh, I, I, I they could make it work. I think. I mean, anybody, any community with a large enough base and, and awareness could probably make this work. I feel like uh, they might have more success if they just encourage each of these these sports people to, to to do their whether it's charity or individually they might have more effect by tying it into a kickstarter like you know posting here and tying back into a kickstarter where the where it's platforms already there or indiegogo or something this just seems not quite fully cooked yeah um and i just i i just think there's too much noise it suffers from what i call facebook stream syndrome now yeah where, yeah where Facebook has so much stuff going in and they're tr- always trying to tweak and modify um, their algorithms so much. And they've already started down this path where, you know, it just gets lost. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like somebody higher up was like, you know what everybody's doing now? Crowdfunding. You know what we should do now? Crowdfunding. Put it in there. Who can we find? Brett Favre. Do you want to crowdfund? Just do it. <laughs> Show them how it's done. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm with you. Um, interesting. I'm not sure it's... I'm not sure it's baked. Okay. All right, and then the other piece of news is I think it's a good reminder, especially if we have new people that are um, in crowdfunding, is there's always the question is how to vet, how to figure out if you should com- um, contribute to a crowdfunding campaign. So um, Lifehacker put out this article a couple of days ago, which I love, where it says, should I contribute to crowdfunding campaigns like Kickstarter? And I think this is a good reminder to everybody or uh, you know, points for new people is – things you should do before you start putting down money right um on one of them and then so one of the things they talk about is remember you're not shopping you're investing or donating to something this is the biggest biggest thing where people are like oh it's like a you know some people talk about how they go on kickstarter to shop and find all these projects but remember a lot of these projects do not exist yet sometimes they're just ideas um, on there so don't expect to get anything you're essentially giving them money and and possibly you could get something out of it but you're helping somebody's dream that's the way i tell people it's like you're helping fund someone's dream and sometimes you may get a return sometimes you just get to feel good that you helped somebody yep. 
Yeah, if you go in with that attitude, then you you usually come out much much more satisfied because there are other things that take a long time to even get the rewards out. There are some that never make it there. So if you go with that attitude, you'll be better off. Yeah. Um, and then other another one is read the terms of crowd of the crowdfunding site before you contribute because every site has a little bit different um, terms on how they work. Like Kickstarter, it's all or nothing. Indiegogo, sometimes it's all or nothing. Sometimes it's you get you know it. They take some. They keep whatever you donate. Other, you know, other times is where they're not responsible if the project doesn't deliver. Other places, they're helping do that, so they're a little bit more responsive. So, read the terms first, and remember, you're playing with your, your well, you're dealing with your money. So, be careful and be smart about it um, before you kind of jump in head first on there. I mean, I mean, that's what I did. I, I wanted to make sure I was a little bit safe. Who is this uh, Brett Favre guy? Should I give him money? I don't know. Yeah. Football isn't isn't that some no name sport in one place. <laughs> what? What, is, what? what is football? Um, and then the other, one of the other things is see what everybody else is saying before you contribute. This is one of the biggest things that people do not do. But all of these, most of these sites have comment systems, or you can Google them up and see what other people are talking about it. Um, if it looks a little shady, you may want to think about that. Um, so uh, you know, do some research. Just because it's on a crowdfunding site doesn't mean it's okay. Right. The, the problem with these crowdfunding sites is they get so many submissions, things get past them fairly easily. Um, do your due diligence. Do a little bit of research to make sure that you're that you you try and get to know as much as possible the people who are providing the project. I and I often will do that. I'll look up CEOs. I'll Google people that are behind the teams that you know that are making something and get a little sense of what they can provide. Yeah, and even talk to your friends. You'd be surprised how many times I'm passing projects to Drew. It's like, what do you think about this? Do you think it's a good idea? You know, talking with people, especially people who've done this before, it helps. You know, I mean, but I mean, that's the whole point of this show is we try to vet as much as we can before we feature projects on here too. Um, Yeah, I wish we do more of the funny ones because sometimes we get all these good, (laughs) serious ones and we give some good feedback and learn a lot. But there are a few that we go and we just end up tossing out the door that are like, man, I'd love to rip that apart. I'm just too nice. Yeah, one of them I actually skipped for tonight is actually a targeting system for the toilet guys so they can and it, you can keep score on there and you can actually put on the tank the top four scores wow and it and front houses would have a blast yes, the whole this. the whole idea was to get people to actually go in the toilet and not around it uh, man i wish i had boys um and then the other one is don't be afraid to change your donation levels well it's a little harder for these um partial funding ones where they just take your money off but on such as kickstarter and stuff if you're worried that they you know it starts getting more fishy or it's like well maybe you're not you right, the questions comments. not getting answered yeah. yeah well you know drop it down to a buck or a pe- i think you can drop it down to a penny too so that way you're only out a penny and lower lower your risk so you you know you're like oh i don't know 100 bucks i don't like this drop it to the minimum you can um, and minimize your losses if you start getting fishy on that. Um, so yeah, um, so just you know, that's that's another one. And the last thing is, do not expect the world. Um, one of the things that you see, even in Kickstarter, and what we recommend people is always under promise and over deliver. Yeah. Um, just just in life, I think that gets you. I get you much farther if you underpromise and overdeliver. You, you, you raise somebody's expectations. I think all the way along the road, you, you, you feel better. So going into these things, if you underexpect, then easier for them to overdeliver. Yeah, um, and you know that's that's you know just just expect that sometimes. But you know, as much as we tell people that, sometimes it's the opposite where they over um, overpromise and underdeliver. 
Um, I mean, I'll tell you one of my personal cases, Space Monkey. I'm still mm. waiting for mine. Barely got a shipping label and sent it back. And they're like, oh, might take another month or so to get yours. And they are I've like, been waiting for about a year now. I drove down and got mine when they had Alpha. So I've had mine for about a year now. Yeah. So Do you want to uh, borrow mine? It's well, not doing much now. Well, well the, <laughs> one that, yes. the, the wrong one they sent was sitting as a paperweight for like six months. So. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm with you. That, under the little bit, yes. Yeah, but if, yeah, I'll, you know, once, once we get this, you'll go. Uh, I'll do a cast rewind on it, and you'll hear my thoughts about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, on there. So those are just some quick crowdfunding reminders and information for people who you know are kind of new to this game, and just like anything else with any other purchase you would do, just some due diligence because it is your money that you're playing with right now. Right. All right. right. So let's kind of kind of go back into those topics. You know, Drew, we were talking about how you're you know you're teaching, you're kind of grading and stuff. My yes. question to you is how, because I, I don't teach, and when I did, I had pre-made lesson plans, but how do you figure out your lesson plans? I wing it. I mostly just walk in the room and be like, hey, what are we doing today, guys? And then I just wait for the class to tell me. And usually it's like nap time, or hey, let's do homework for this class. <laughs> no. Um, I, 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 I've got a pretty good structure, and, and I try and fill out the class, and so every semester I, I try and understand what the students' needs are. And so I, I, that's something that I do personally. I just want to know like wh- what the class balance is, what's the makeup, what are their emphasis, what are the things that they are uh, trying to accomplish in their careers and their life goals, how do I tie in the topics to that. So I don't know. I do a lot of Googling. I look for a lot of uh, blog posts and videos and things to kind of supplement what I'm teaching. I I don't know if there's an easy way. Wow. Like, this is why you want Drew as a teacher. That is like crazy, <laughs> crazy insightful. And the funny thing is like, I I took a lot of science classes and those were kind of pretty rigid. Yeah. Right. Is so, it, is, yeah. So I was like, uh, as I'm like hearing you talk about like, whoa, I wish I had a professor like Drew. <laughs> Well, I just I just asked my my uh, studio crew in in our Facebook group. I just said, "Hey, they might want me to teach this senior class, which is like a capstone class." And I and I kind of put it out there. I was like, "If I was going to teach it, you know, when when's the best time for you guys to take it?" And I thought they'd just kind of be like, "Oh, whatever, night classes or daytime." But they're all very excited that I might have the possibility of teaching. So they're all very like supportive, be like, "Yeah, we totally take it from you, Drew." I was like, "Okay, either I'm a really easy teacher, or they like me as a teacher. Maybe maybe I'm just easy." They're like, "Yeah, that'd be so sweet because I wouldn't have to do anything." My my question is, why aren't you recording these and putting it into like a sizzle reel to give to your boss so you, <laughs> when you know review time comes around? Hey, take a look at hey, this. Everyone loves me. <laughs> I do. I do. I just show her the hot pepper on rate my professor. That's all it takes. <laughs> I just go, it's, it's like bam, Doctor Josephson. Have you seen the hot pepper? No, no. I know. I know. I totally pissed off those kids and I and I flunked them. But have you seen the hot pepper? <laughs> the I'm hot doing pepper fine. does not lie. I'm doing fine. <laughs> on there. Okay. So my question is, how do you feel about if? Your lesson plans were crowdfunded. I mean, because we love crowdfunding here. How yes. would you feel if we introduced crowdfunding into your project? Like financed? Like, I mean, I don't know. That I have a lot of cost expense with well, my lessons. No, it wouldn't but be like f- projects. Like, so if your lesson plans, you didn't even have to plan them. You could just go out and have another teacher already make them, pull them out, and uh, you know, use that as your lesson plan. I, I, that would make things easier because I, I do look I do look around to see what other teachers are using to teach, and then I try and kind of cobble it together to, to fit my audience. So that sounds enticing. Yeah. Tell me more. All right. So our next project is actually called Crowd School, and what they want to do is essentially build a crowd um, sourcing platform for a project based learning. Um, 
This is, you know, kids, you know, of all ages, they tend, I mean, I remember when I went to school, I got excited when I got to do a project instead of just sit there and stare at the board for eight hours a day on there. Um, and so they want to build a platform that this, and the way it's going to work is they're going to allow teachers to either look for lesson plans, create lesson plans, or use made ready-made plans already on there to do project-based classroom or classroom curriculum on there. So what it's, it's, it actually does run a lot like any of our crowdfunding sites where there's going to be a challenge video from a teacher who's an expert in their field or created that project on there. Um, it'll have, you know, your learning objectives, standards to the common core. I didn't have the common core when I was going through school, so you I didn't miss anything. I, I, I barely know what that is. I think it's retarded, but that's a personal that's, issue I, I have. I don't, I don't know. It sounds like it's the new hotness yeah. uh, on there. And what's cool is there's a back chat channel. So you're like, hey, I have a student who's really stuck on this aspect of it. How did you guys approach it? And hmm. you could talk, connect with other teachers. You know, they could be across the halfway across the world, and they still could help you. Hmm. on there um and what's even cooler is since these kids are creating different projects and stuff they they even have an area where the students can actually share their projects and other students can watch and see what they did and get ideas off of that so they're trying to build a community where people are you know talking together and working together with everything um on there and so i i mean i think it's a good idea um they're trying so they already have a prototype they've tested it in a couple schools in LA already hmm. and now they're ready to take it to the beta stage but you know they need some more money, so that way they they're looking to raise twenty five thousand dollars, and that is to so they can hire some more consultants and some more programmers, so they can take this onto a large scale. Um, this this for yeah. me is an ideal place for for crowdfunding to come in. You've got to prove a concept, you've got something that's working, and it, and you want to upscale it uh, without selling out or going to some you know someone that's going to fund it for you you know and take it. So I think this is an ideal, and I've been having issues as we've looked through things today for 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 this shows today uh with with so many projects that are like fully baked ready to go right all i have to do is hit send on the on the stuff that's already made so this is a really nice refreshing like help us do something cool that we want to just grow I, i'm happy to see that yeah and i'm excited i mean would you do this would i would, would do this would you be a person who either creates lesson plans or pulls a lesson plan off there I think I would probably pull bits and pieces and create like mega super cool lesson plans. Like, yeah, I think I would, I'd be a creator. I like this. Yeah, and I love how you can sell some of these lesson plans. So it, it becomes, you know, teachers helping teachers. So I, I'd hope the teachers would price it moderately. But then, I, you know, I, I know teachers spend far more than their budget you know, oh, from yeah. their personal funds to help the students out because it's all for the kids. Yep, yep. Um, they give you this, t- I mean, I know grade schools often just give you this tiny budget to, to do the littlest of things throughout the school year and so they, the teachers know what the students need and they have no, yeah, they yeah. often will drop dollars just, just to keep going. Yeah, the only thing I'd be a little bit worried about is these creator expert videos um, because, I mean, you see it in crowdfunding projects. Sometimes they're filming in like this dark, dank room using their built-in stuff and can't hear anything right so um, is that really going to be the best way to deliver it yeah yeah i, I hope they actually kind of develop you know guides and tools to help teachers make good videos because that's going to be important to get this platform running you know if you start if you look and then you have these like badly made iphone videos that are just shaking all the place explaining it it takes a little yeah. bit of the credibility away yeah um, on there so you know but i love it and you know i i think it's a great way to to have kids learn is do projects instead cuz you know everybody learns a little bit differently and some kids can't just sit behind a desk all day and just 
And that's, I think that's a key thing. And that's, that's, I guess where I, I would, I would hope that this would come into play is to giving more, giving more teachers the, the excitement of, uh, I guess, excitement to the lessons, you know, something engaging. A lot of, a lot of teachers get into teaching because that's the, that's the way they learn. And so they connect with teachers and they grow up and go, Hey, I want to be a teacher. Cause that's the way they learn is by lecture or by teaching. Uh, and it takes, there's only a handful, I think that think about a more kinetic way of learning. So I, I love that idea of being able to share those so that those that are lecturers can say, ah, here's some projects we can do. Yeah. So is this a backtracker sack for you? I'll back this. I'm yeah. in. This is a back to, for me too. I mean, I'm like, I want to, I want to help kids. I, I want to help the future. I mean, who knows? Some of these kids could be, you know, your, your next superstars in the world and they just needed to learn a little bit differently than the traditional way of school. Yep. I agree. And, and agree. it gets people excited. All right. So that was one problem that we've had. And then I don't know if you've ever had this problem, Drew, but you know, we have a lot of public parks and pools out there. And you know, you get out of the pool and you're like, oh, I need to change. Or you get out of the gym and you're like, oh, I need to change, but there's people around. And you know, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have that problem because I'm just like, watch out, world. I'm getting naked. <laughs> see, you, see, I, I, I'm a little more embarrassed because there are areas <laughs> where light will hit and blind people because of the reflection <laughs> on there. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm concerned about the people out there and their vision on there. So I, I, you're so, so yeah, kind. Yeah, so powerful. You know, I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying there are parts of my body that are far too reflective. <laughs> and white. Um, so this next project kind of solves the solution or has a solution for this, right? Yeah, this is a fantastic idea. So the next project that we have is called The Undress. Um, I, I think when I, when I read this and watched their video, it was really well done and the idea was solid. So The Undress is a, thing, a, a dress that's not a dress that will let you change clothes in public without getting naked. So I when I first read that I was like great so this is a snuggie you strap it on and you you climb inside the sleeping bag do all of your changing and then you climb out again all done or you know like a cocoon but it's not they've done this amazing just simple uh, update with this thing I'm trying to think oh yeah so if you look at the the way the dress is laid out there it's it looks like a decent you know active wear or, or sports gown and it's just somewhat elegant to it. But what I love, if you look at this picture right here, you can see that the the way that they've built everything into this, they've really thought this through so that you can change everything. And they go into, into detail in the video and explain the way that you put this on is that there's a little cord with a a, a plastic hook that you feed up through or uh, under your, your top pieces. I don't wear top pieces, but like sports <laughs> bras or bras, you can feed it up through that. And so you end up, you basically are putting the dress on under your bra or your sports bra if you're putting that dress on under that and cinching it down then from there you can continue to to dress and do the rest of the things that you need to do and you don't have to worry about exposing anything because you've already covered it up before you even took it off so for me there's something about this project when i watched the undress and the video did a fantastic job of explaining it it was great production value and it was very like here's here's where we're at and here's why we you know how we want this to to go down uh but it's the functionality the form is beautiful it's very simple it's just an an, an awesome way to solve a problem uh it's a common problem i i think we've all dealt with this problem and especially when they say you know you you don't want to get in your car with your your swimsuit you're all wet you don't want to get your seats wet or you you just want to find a place to change but the bathrooms are so nasty to go into the urinals and change so what's what's the answer is simple solution, and and I think I think that's where the beauty of crowdfunding kind of comes in because they've sold us this solution and said, "Hey, how would you like this to solve your problem?" And everybody went, "Yeah, 
we'll buy that. I mean, if you look at them now, these guys are already backed with a thousand plus backers. They've quadrupled their original goal for production, so they're up to eighty six thousand with another two weeks to go. Um, I'm 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 behind the undress. I don't need an undress because I'm a guy. You know, I I don't I don't need the undress. I mean, yeah, that's my but question: I, is how come there's not a like guy there, version for this? Oddly enough, when I put this out. Far too many people ask me. I want to see you get an address, and I'm little, yeah. I'm a little worried about you guys out there. Um. <laughs> I, I I don't know. For me, for me, this is a back. I think this is a, a really simple and elegant way to um, solve a simple problem. Mm-hmm. And and I wonder, like the Snuggie, if the Snuggie went through a crowdfunding process, would it have come out the same at the end? Like, would people be? I don't know. I think it would have probably come out in a different form because there's something about this one that just feels like they've they've market tested this they've looked at it they've they've solved a lot of problems and there was a lot of uh bonuses that i haven't even mentioned of the ways that it's designed so if you get a chance check out the undress there's a lot of thought put into this undressing dress yeah and i love it and because the part of the reason i actually even picked it is because i'm like drew has girls eventually eventually they'll grow up and they're gonna have problems with this on there so this is a good solution and i was like as a father would you, do you appreciate this? I, I would appreciate this as a father. I would absolutely rather have my girls, you know, go and because yeah. you know that they're going to be doing all kinds of CrossFit and yoga and you're just things where they go out, work out, and there's not a locker room everywhere you go. You go and run sometimes a trail. The locker rooms are pretty nasty. Yeah, and I mean sometimes I don't like changing in the guys' locker rooms. And you're like, uh. <laughs> I'm just going to stay outside by the drinking fountain with my undress. Yeah. Um, and what what's great about it is you can actually even wear it as a backup dress it's good looking it's dress and it comes in different colors and yeah i mean yeah so i think it's a great idea on there so the, um is that a backtrack or sack for you that's a back for me this one's a back for me too because you know i think it's a great idea um you know if somebody wants to get me one i'll do a demo <laughs> of it did i really just say that oh, man. <laughs> let's do it folks let's get kt and undress because i'd like I, to see him I will, I will wear a sports bra it, yeah. you have to wear I, full, full. I, I will do a kick cast rewind and do a demo of it for you guys uh, on here, screen here's how i undress <laughs> <laughs> then you could you could totally sell it on, on auction <laughs> yeah this is the undress that kt wore yeah all right so I, i'm starting to you know see a theme that I didn't put together for this. And these are really solutions for Drew. This episode has been solutions for Drew. Solutions for Drew. I like this. All right. Um, So another big thing is how, you know, one of the big things, especially in a lot of the science engineering fields and the math fields on there is it's hard to get kids excited about it because they're like boring numbers Mm -hmm. and things. I mean, I'm a little biased because I like all that kind of stuff on there. But the part of the reason why I got interested into that is one word, robots. Ah. Like robots. I remember as a kid watching on TV, robots fight each other. I'm like, whoa. And then, you know, they give you the backstory on, like, on these teams. And sometimes it's like family teams. I'm like, wait a minute. If families are doing it together, you don't need to like, you know, have a crazy degree. It's like maybe I can build my own robot. And that's, you know, where I kind of went into the science field and tried to figure that out. And through the years, there's been multiple kind of different robot shows out there. So now RoboGames, yeah. um, what they want to do is actually bring another video series out about um, their RoboGames in spring 2015 and show the events on there. 
Um, and I'm, I'm super excited about this because not only are they showing, so Robo Games is not just robots fighting robots. Um, that's, you know, probably. So what, it has been to the, like to this point, hasn't it been robots fighting for robots? So no. What, so what they have been what doing um, is it started in 2004. So this is actually a 10 year old um, wow. thing. And it's almost like the robot Olympics. Yeah, they actually old. have 54 different events now. They started off hmm. with like 30 something events which range from you know robots fighting each other to like field hockey to like dance off so you program your robots to do complicated dance moves and stuff wow, and wow. You get judged on that um and look at the fire um <laughs> put together on there and so they've they've been putting together and now they want to make a new series on there and not only do they want to make a new video series to put out onto the web they want to use it as a tool to get more kids more families more people interested in science, math, technology, engineering, all these different fields that you need to know on how to build a robot on there. And, you know, I love it. And what's great about these, the robo games itself is that, so you're thinking probably these are all university teams, high school teams, right? Right, right. Anybody is allowed to enter the robo games as long as you have a robot. Hmm. Um, so that's one of the greatest things. So it, it doesn't just limit people to, specifically you know i i'm just in there so it helps get me excited it helps build this community and robots guys come on robots robots wow i'm amazed like i'm watching you know watching some of the video and watching some of the stuff that they're doing um i i think it's a, a fantastic idea um yeah i i i I think that it's one of those things that just makes sense to bring back. It did well in, in the first run when it was on TV, and and it makes sense to kind of pursue it further. Yeah, I mean, I love it. This is essentially the Olympics of yeah. of, of robot of robot competitions because people come from all around the world to come on this, and like some of the winners are even met by like the presidents of their respective countries. Like the president of Mexico one year met the winning team. Wow, <laughs> on there. And what's even cool is one of these levels. If you back it, you can actually get to pilot one, one of these robots. Oh yeah, what level is that? Because like, uh, I'm on board with that. Um, I forgot, but I've battled Sittleton Trader Million Autograph. Yeah, I bet it's way up there. Yeah, but I think that is cool. It is one of the ones up there. And what's cool about this project that I don't see a lot with these community event driven ones is that there's levels where you can get a reserved seat. For the event, even though the, the so the event is in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and if you can't make it, you can donate that seat to a um, under uh, uh, to a underprivileged charity nice. that brings kids. So your seat will go to a, a little kid, you know, who who's you know in underserved areas, and he'll be able to watch the robot battles there. And you're, you're donating it to them. So I'll, that's cool. That's that's one thing that I wish I saw a lot more projects because I see a lot of these theater stuff and I'm like, well, that's in Maine. I right, like I'll the idea, but you know, I'm not going to make it out from Utah all the way there. Uh, and great, I love great. that you can donate these tickets to, you know, help kids to inspire them. And I'm like that, that just describes what they're trying to do here is they, they want to inspire young minds, even old minds, any kind of minds to get excited again about all these fields. And I love it. Um, so if you guys can't tell, it's a back. I mean, I backed it the instant I saw it. Okay, I think so. <laughs> I was like, robots. That's um, very cool. Yeah, no, it's nice to see this uh, kind of still living. Uh, to bring it back as a, as a video series and to be able to have these events, uh, this this makes sense. They've still got a ways to go, another 20,000 to go in the next three weeks um, with 300 backers and a couple of updates. I I. I think they probably got the if they find the right audience and they find the right forums where people are, I think they will be able to pull this off in three weeks. 
Yeah, um, and I love it. I'm I'm all in for this. So robots, um, Drew, are you? Is this a backtrack? Back? Uh, it's a back. This is a back. I like the idea. I like I like video series. I love anything doing video. I wish they would have done a little bit better on their video. The audio is not great, and a couple of shots are out of focus. You know, but yeah. what 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 I'm getting is that a lot of those might have just been home. Yeah, home filmed videos and yeah. you know because when they get the professional crew in there, they're actually going to have like two professional crews in there. So, that, I was going to say the show itself when it was produced was was solid. So, yeah. this so, is very cool. I yeah, this is back for me. Yeah, and if you guys don't believe how much I love robots, just go to ktdata.net and read my review of Pacific Rim from like a year ago. Or maybe, is it almost two years ago? And mm-hmm. just count how many times I say robot, giant robots in that and just realize ro- how much I love robots. And that was a big part of me growing up is, you know, even watching cartoons of Optimus Prime and, and Gundam and, you know, yep, um, yep. all of those, those were robots. Robot so, <laughs> so, and unfortunately, Drew, that is actually our last episode <sighs> of night. I don't know where the time goes. One, two, um, three. And it just, you know, these are great projects. So if you guys have a project you want us to talk about, let us know at uh, kickcast at ktdata.net or leave a comment on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash kickcast, or send us a tweet. Um, You can tweet at kickcast for the show or tweet Drew at night20 or myself at ktdata for our personal accounts. You know, um, you'll see all the crazy stuff that we get into Drew's giant candy staff <laughs> yeah um, you can ask me about my hot pepper yeah <laughs> your your hot pepper and if you are a student of drew go rate him very highly on rate my professor so he can give more hot peppers they they believe that i write my own reviews on there but i have not written any of my own are you reviews. kidding that, I, that means they don't know you well because that is legit. far too much extra work for you because <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see this way I, I gotta make another account and like use another <sighs> I no, gotta that's, that's, way, that's way too much work for me. You're right. I'll let <laughs> I'll let my teaching do the work. <laughs> yeah, the, I've only got a handful in there. So. Yeah, and so, but if you guys want to watch live, our next episode, October 28th. So the week Ooh. of Halloween. Halloween episode. Yay. Yeah, on there. Um, on there, and you can watch that at live.kickcast.net. That's where also you will find the chat room. Um, and, you know, you can talk about all the shows you can see on there. And I actually hang out in the chat room, even on days we're not recording. So, you know. You can stop by and I'll randomly post in random links and stuff on what I think is stupid or cool. You know, I share my but, wealth on that. Yeah, but we had a, we had a, a user submitted sh- uh, one uh, project that didn't make the show tonight. But it, but yeah, yeah, those those links you, you'll throw up there and, and share things as as we kind of prep yeah. for the shows. Um, yeah, quick shout out for Lior. Av- oh man, I, I had this down earlier. Uh, Avarahami on there. Sorry if I butchered your name and and his project called the Tabby. It's yeah, it's a really cool of, kind of a holder hanger for iPads and any type, well, any type of, uh, of tablet that gives you kind of a, a handle and a way to hang it and hold it up multiple places. So it's a very functional design. Yeah, so check that on Kickstarter. I think he has it like 20 days ago or so on yep. there. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, and if you missed any of the show notes, you're like, wait a minute, where do I go donate for Robo Games? Where do I help crowd um, school? Just go on to kickcast.net and you will see in the show notes the links that will take you straight over there and even the news articles and good yep. stuff right there. Um, yep. And all the contact information. You're like, I don't remember in this kickcast.net. Um, Drew, thank you. I, always appreciate, I, I, I know you're always busy, so I appreciate huh. the time. And thank you for playing Destiny with me the other day, too. That was fun. Yeah, that was when, that's when I was shirking, so now I have to get back to work. <laughs> yeah. All right. Awesome. Um, thanks, guys. Yep, thanks, everybody, for watching, and we'll see you in two weeks. Good night. Bye.